You're listening to Called to Homeschool, episode number 212, Educate and Rejuvenate. Are you feeling the call to homeschool and you're not sure what to do? Or maybe you are already homeschooling and it doesn't look like what you hoped it would. My name is Megan Thomas and I'm a certified life coach, a mother of seven, and a homeschool pro with more than a decade of experience. I can show anyone how to create success in their homeschool, and I'd love to show you how. Are you ready? Friends, I am so excited to do this bonus episode today with the lovely Kelsey Sorensen. Kelsey, why don't you quickly introduce who you are? Yes. So Meg, thank you so much for having me, by the way. I'm really excited to be here. So I am Kelsey Sorensen. I am the owner of Wife Teacher Mommy and the host of the Educate and Rejuvenate Conference and Wife Teacher Mommy, the podcast. So that is kind of what I do, but I am a former teacher turned homeschool parent. I've been homeschooling since 2019. So I'm a homeschool mom, just like probably most of you listening yeah. here. <laughs> so um, started my company back in 2014 when I decided to come home from teaching full-time and be with him more, but I substitute taught. So the way I kind of got into my company is I was making sub plans for teachers. And so that kind of went for quite a while. Like that was our big thing. And we'd have other resources too. But then in 2019, when I started homeschooling, I'm like, you know what? I really want to support homeschool moms too. Like, how can I make that happen? Because our current audience was mainly just teachers, like school teachers at that time. And I wanted to continue supporting them, but bring the homeschool moms in too, because I mean, I'm just like, I'm a homeschool mom. I want to support homeschool moms too. And then COVID happened and it naturally happened because suddenly everybody was teaching their kids at home and nobody needed the sub plans we had to offer. So we started making like home learning packets and a lot of parents naturally came into our audience too with those. And we like opened an Etsy shop and so we helped some homeschool parents as well with resources. We came out with a whole line just for homeschoolers. So we, we support both now, which is a lot of fun. And then we opened our membership, which has resources. Like it started out just resources, like things that you can do with your kids, like activities for math, reading, social studies, science, anything. Um, we don't have like a full curriculum. Like it's not like one of the ones where you would just out of the box, it's everything, but a lot of supplemental things, because what I found as a homeschool mom is like, you need to sometimes supplement here and there because like you're, my child needs some more of this or whatever, or I just want to teach it in a more fun and engaging way. So we, we kind of pull our stuff and use it along with the curriculum we're using, which is fun. But then I realized as I promised an event when we launched our membership, I promise this is getting to where we're talking about. Yeah. It's just kind of a backstory. Um, but I promised an event when we launched our membership and I was kind of like, okay, it's going to be like a members only event, just like, you know, a little thing for our membership community. But as I was getting the responses and saw that, like, you know, we were helping them with the resources, but that was only one part of what they needed help with. Like they were feeling burned out of whether they were teaching in the classroom or teaching their kids at home and just so much going on that resources only solved a small part of that. And I had been working personally with a life coach since um, very beginning of 2020. And that had like game changed my own personal life. And I realized that teachers and homeschool parents, like we should bring this coaching in too. So I hired a coach to come into our membership and do some coaching. And we did this event and it went really well last year. And then I certified as a coach. So that's kind of my, my background of how we like 
we still do resources, but now it's like coaching and events like educate and rejuvenate, which you're part of, which I'm so excited yes. about. Um, yeah, that's the backstory behind it all. <laughs> yeah. Do a quick plug and talk a little bit about what is educate and rejuvenate. Yeah. So educate and rejuvenate is our annual summer virtual conference. And we have two incredible keynote speakers. We have Christina Kuzmich, who is incredible. She is one of the video, I don't know, what would you call it? Like video, but she's not just a video influencer. Yeah, she's like an she author. Was she's like mom bombs, like truth bombs or something like that. Yeah. Right? Truth bomb mom. She was the, and then like little things like stopped being a thing. And now she's off doing her own thing. I've gone to a couple of her shows. She's working on her second book. She's just really amazing. She has almost like 3 million followers on Facebook. I'm like, oh, wow. Awesome. Um, but she's one of our keynotes. And then we have Joe Dombrowski, who's one of our keynotes. And then we have a full panel of incredible speakers. And this year we did something really exciting because last year we had a lot of speakers, but they were all just kind of mixed together. We had like, you know, we probably had more speakers for teachers than we did for parents. Even though we tried to get the parent ones, I was just much more well-networked on the teacher's side because the parent side was a newer thing for us. And this year I'm like, I really want to get a full track for parents that has like people who their thing is supporting parents, you know, like you. And yeah. so we have a full teacher track at Educate and Rejuvenate with sessions that are for parents to help homeschool their kids and, or like, it's mainly for homeschool parents, but also like parents who want to teach their kids at home and supplement. It could work for them too, but it's really geared towards all of you who are homeschool moms. So um, we have a full track for that. And we have some coaching at the event. We have workouts, we have... And there's a strength workout one day and then a yoga meditation the next day. And we have, I'm trying to think, what are that? We, there's so much that like off the top of my yeah. head, it's just like, wow. It's like, we just keep adding the stuff to it. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. So the, the event starts May 28th, correct? June 28th. Oh, June. I'm way off. <laughs> yeah, you're good. No, the session videos were due the 27th just because we need to like get the whole portal built out. Perfect. But, but yeah, for all those listening, it's June 28th and 20. Yeah. Is it 20th or 20? No, it's June 27th and 28th. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I've messed 28. you all up. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. It's the Tuesday, Wednesday of that week. So 27th and 28th of June. But we will open up the Facebook group earlier. So if you join sooner, we're going to have like pre-parties. We're going to have giveaways for like following all the speakers on their podcasts or on their Instagram or whatever. And you're going to be able to like connect with all the speakers and everything. So it's going to be a really fun time. So I would recommend like grabbing your ticket sooner so you can be part of the pre-party as well if you're listening now. Um, but yeah, that is the gist of it. Yeah. How but, many speakers do you have other than the keynote speakers? So we have like over 30 on each track. Cause oh, we have awesome. like the teachers and the parents. So, um, and the thing is you're not stuck on one track. So like, I really do feel like homeschool parents, they could probably learn some things from the sessions for that are like teacher sessions. Like you can go in and you can pick like, what is it I want to learn about? I want to learn about burnout and mental health. Like they would go to like some of the sessions from coaches, or if they want to learn about like how to teach using the science of reading or whatever, they could go to one of those sessions. Like there's so much there that you could just kind of pick what is your goals with homeschooling. Because if you try to watch every single session and implement it all, you're obviously going to feel overwhelmed because right. like with any event, you can't do everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so just kind of be, okay, this is what I want to get out of it and find the sessions that work for you. You'll have 10 days with a general admission ticket to watch as much as you want. We extended that from last year because last year it was, um, 
the main like two days of the event. And then we ended up adding a little bit more at the end because there were some tech issues. But this year we're like, there are more speakers. So we want to give you more time so you can watch. Like during that time, you should be able to watch whichever ones it is that you are wanting to watch in that time period. Awesome. That's funny. Yes, I'm excited. I'm talking about one of my favorite things of how to be a successful teacher. And so yes. like, I'm so, so excited. I wrapped up my speech. I make my daughter listen to all of my speeches. I <laughs> she love gives it. such good feedback. So she's going to be a pro one day. <laughs> I love that. Uh, there, I have a couple questions for you though, because you are a homeschool mom I am, and yeah. you run a big business. Yes. How in the world do you do that? Because <laughs> I know so many people are like, it's, it's one or the other. I cannot do both. I am very intentional with my schedule. So like I kind of follow similar to what you and I learned in like certification with like Monday hour one, but I've kind of made it my own. I do my planning on Sunday nights and I kind of make sure like, okay, this is when I'm going to like do any of the homeschooling that I'm doing. This is when I'm doing certain work things and try to just be really intentional with that schedule and build in like space for myself and self-care as well, because I, you know, that's really important too. When you're a homeschool mom, and you're putting so much into helping your children. And if you're working as well as a lot listening probably are, there are a lot of demands on you that you, you know, we're obviously choosing because we're choosing to homeschool or work or whatever, but it, it's a lot, right? And so we want to make sure that we have that time for ourselves to recharge as well. So I, I just try to be really intentional and make sure I'm getting a good balance with all of those things and ask for help when I need it. So I mentioned yeah. this to you before we record, but for me, my business, it's actually my family's full-time income. And, but still for the first three years of homeschooling, I was doing all of it and working. And I did get to the point where I was like, you know what? I need some help with the homeschooling. So I talked to my husband, I'm like, I need you to do some of it. Like I need you to do, like we divide, like for now we've like divided up subjects, you know, it's like, I will do this and you do that. So I think it's also just knowing what your limits are. And for you, it might not be that your spouse helps you or whatever, but it might be like, you know what? I'm not going to go as over the top. Like, mm -hmm. you know, I think this idea of doing this like certain unit or whatever would be so much fun, but maybe that's a little bit more than I can handle right now. So it's just like, you know, being intentional about that too. Yeah. I, I heard somebody say like, can you just pay and play? And I go, I don't know what that means. And she <laughs> meant like a drop-off type thing, like pay somebody to homeschool your kids. And I just called it a co-op, but my kids are in a co-op where they go yeah. twice a week for a couple hours. And so that opens up my space and time yes. to work. Yeah. So. And I should have mentioned, we do that too. We have one day a week that my kids get to go and it's all day. It's nine to three, which is really nice because then they do some of the teaching too. And then, yeah, it, it does help because then we have that support too. Yeah. It's almost getting rid of that old myth that like, I have to do it all. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like I have to run my house and I have to make money and I have to homeschool all the subjects. And like, you can homeschool all the subjects. And I did for many, many years, but I also didn't work at that time. Yeah. And so now that I'm working, um, I do like, I have other people helping me carry the load. And so like, you don't have to take on every single subject if it's not feasible. Exactly. Like you can, you can still homeschool. You can still be a homeschool mom. It doesn't mean that you're not, if you're not the one doing every single aspect of it. Right. Yes. That's so good. So there was something I thought would be so fun for you to talk about today on the podcast. And I, we let's talk about wins. Yeah. And why is it so important to celebrate wins in your homeschool? Because I think it is so easy for us to just look at, oh, I wish I were doing this. I wish I were doing that. And look at maybe even the next thing that we want to do in our homeschool. 
But when we think about it, like we are where we once wanted to be. Like at one point we're like, should I homeschool? Is this even something I can do? Even something I'm capable of, you know? And now we're doing it. So you think even that alone is something to celebrate. Or I mean, if somebody's listening and they're thinking about it, it's like, well, maybe before you weren't and now you're figuring it out. So wherever you're at, you are where you once wanted to be. And I think just celebrating that so many of us who just keep moving the goalpost, like, oh, I want to get here. I want to get here. But we never celebrate when we actually get there. We just move it. And I, what I like to do is acknowledge when I hit each one and celebrate it. It doesn't have to be like, Oh, a big celebration, but even just like, you know, texting some of your friends, but guess what? I did this or whatever. And just celebrating and acknowledging it can be huge. Right. And it's so interesting because we do it for certain milestones in life, Mm -hmm. right? Like we celebrate a graduation, we celebrate a birth, we celebrate a wedding, but then we forget to celebrate. Like, also I'm an awesome human. (laughs) Right. Like I stayed so calm today. I prepared all my lessons this week and we actually did everything I prepared. Yeah. I think too often is what I see our parents beating themselves up for what they didn't do Mm-hmm. and then go down that kind of dark spiral instead of celebrating what I did do and then letting that build the momentum to keep going. Absolutely. And this is actually something. So Christina, who's one of the keynotes to educate and rejuvenate in her book, she talks about like, spend more time on your ta-da list than your to-do Ooh, list. That's awesome. And it's like, yeah, ta-da, I did this. Ta-da, I did that. You know? So it's like celebrating the things you did do. The other thing I found helpful, and I kind of learned this concept from the book, The Gap and the Gain. Have you read that one? No, but I've heard the concept. Yeah. So I love this concept because the one thing they taught and how to implement it. So I guess I'll explain the concept first though. So the gap is like, if you, it's kind of like I mentioned, it's just a formal way to think about it is like, you're here right now and you either compare yourself to where you were, which is the gain, or you compare yourself where you want to be, which is the gap. You're just constantly looking at the gap between where you are and where you want to be. Um, so when we are looking at the gain, we look at all those things that we did accomplish. And one thing they talk about how to do this is every day at the end of each day, you write down three of your things you accomplished that day. I call them wins. I I don't think they call it that in the book, but Mm -hmm. I call them wins. So you write down your three wins for the day. And then for me, I like to write down three more that I plan on doing the next day and limiting it to only three, because we tend to write these to-do lists that are like, 20 items long or whatever. And and of those three, I want them to be specific too. Not like I'm going to do this whole project. Like, no, break it down into like little things and then narrow it down to three prioritize. Because then if you do three that, you know, you can accomplish and just say, these are the top priorities for today. And then every day you're able to hit those three top priorities, like 99% of the time, because you did narrow it down to three very specific things. Then you can go and you can write, I did all three and I did these things too, because almost always I've done more than those three things. If I narrowed it down well enough, you know, and then you feel accomplished. Like I did all I said I was going to do and more when that might be the same thing. If, if you wrote that to-do list of 20 things, if you weren't able to do all 20 of those big, broad things, but you were able to do like, it's again, it's about intention and prioritizing and then celebrating those little things. Yeah, definitely. And it's so interesting because we, we think we can only celebrate the big things. But it's mm-hmm. like any book about habits, atomic habits, tiny habits. It's like yes. all those little things as we can celebrate those, create the momentum for the big things. Absolutely. And those are such good books too. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love all the habit books. <laughs> They're <laughs> the best. Them all. They're so good. So how do you, what, like, what are some of your thoughts on helping homeschool moms shift their perspective? Yeah. So 
I think one of the ways this kind of what I was talking about is like write those down and everything. One other thing I love to do, and this is if you're a visual person, I have a vision board up on my wall and I put all the things I want to do. And this again is kind of looking forward, but the way I celebrate is then when you get to, because what I found, I've had a vision board for like five years now is eventually those things on there do happen. So then yeah. you're going to take it down. And instead of just like throwing it away or something, you put it in this book and then you can see like, wow, look at all these things I've accomplished. So that has been a pretty cool visual for me of how to like visualize all of my gains and everything in my life. Like, yeah, I think it was interesting because I actually just finished a coaching session with a dad who's going to help out in their family's homeschooling. And we awesome. were defining, that. <laughs> right. It's so fun. And we were talking about, he's like, I, I asked him, how would he know he was successful? At, like when he's trying to accomplish this. Right. And he goes, well, I'll know by what my kids have done. I will know if they are doing certain things. And I go, I'm just going to have you back up for a minute because that mm-hmm. is exhausting. And yeah. so when we put our child's behavior as our win or our loss, like then all of our energy is spent on trying to control them. And that yeah. is more energy than I have <laughs> for sure. <laughs> right. And so it was an interesting, even shift for him that I said, what about if it's what you do? What if it's that you prepared your lessons and then did them? What if it's you stayed calm or you rolled with the punches and your kids wanted to do this and you were like, yes, we can make that work. And all of a sudden I watched his brain shift like, oh, that's so much more fun because then I'm not worried about what my kids did in the sense that like we can beat ourselves up if our kid, like they have really sloppy handwriting. We're like, well, I'm a terrible (laughs) teacher then, right? But instead we're like, no, but I, I slowed down and said, not a big deal. Let's just practice. I don't know. We do magic C for a lot of our letters, right? Let's just practice yeah. a bunch of magic C's and, and let's do this fun little game. Right. And I'm like, then I can say I'm winning because I slowed down and went at my kid's level versus putting the win on my child's behavior. Yes. Because then we're putting it on them and that's a lot of pressure on them too. Right. And it's not something we have control over. I mean, I can tell you having been a teacher in the classroom, like you can be an awesome teacher and there are still kids in your class who might be quote behind on like the standards or what you're currently teaching. And so it doesn't mean you're a bad teacher at all. Like this will happen in homeschool. It'll happen Mm -hmm. if they go to school too. So it, it doesn't, it's what you make it mean. Like you were saying. Yeah. And another thing to kind of think about this too, with celebrating your wins is to quit comparing yourself Mm -hmm. to what other moms are doing. And it's so interesting because I had an opportunity to go speak at a homeschool panel and I had the nicest ladies come up and talk to me. And they're just like, wow, my school could never look like yours, or I couldn't do what you're doing. And I go, friends, I'm 15 years in Yeah, 15 years, like you do want to do like, I wish I had video or footage of what my homeschool looked like year one, when my one-year-old is running down the street, buck naked, a baby (laughs) screaming, I'm falling asleep during every kid reading, crying because I don't know what I'm doing. And I go, you cannot compare your one year, one day, three-year journey to my 15-year journey. Exactly. Yeah. You can't compare your beginning to somebody's middle. And, and also you don't even see everything either. Right. You are seeing the highlight reel for everybody because you're seeing whatever they post on social media or whatever they share. Or, and I mean, some might share more like vulnerable things and everything, but it tends to be more of the wins that people share on Facebook. So yeah, it just doesn't do you any good to compare yourself to that. What I think is helpful is comparing yourself to your past self. And then that is looking at your wins. Right. And it's interesting too, because like most of my kids are teenagers Mm -hmm. and their stuff is now personal and private. 
So yeah. if they are struggling, they do not want mom to go post about it. Right. Like right. Bad, day, bad day and all this that went on and my baby's six. So I could still post like, oh, we had a big meltdown or something like it's still lighthearted and fun, but I can't post my big kids because it's not my yeah. My business, right? I can, all I can post is how I showed up. But once again, I've been a mom for 21 years. I'm not yeah. a first timer. <laughs> like right. I had a lot of practice. And so it is tricky with social media because I do try to be real and I try to be authentic, but they're not my stories to share of bad days. Yeah, exactly. Because you, you don't, you aren't, wow, I can talk. Yeah. <laughs> you can't share that without, like, you don't want to share it without their permission. And that's like, you know, when they're that age. Right. They, they definitely don't. I don't know if you've ever read the book, Jordan by Jordan Peterson, um, 12 rules for life. Oh, I haven't read that one. Okay. Fantastic book. But one of the things in there says, don't compare yourself. Oh, I'm going to say it wrong now, but just compare yourself <laughs> to who you were yesterday is the exactly. gist of it. Yeah. And so what it like, what have you been to like, how do you help moms when they get stuck in that comparison trap? Yeah. So when you get stuck in that, I think it's more just asking them, like, what are you making this all mean? Mm. And what are you making it mean about yourself? Like with all these thoughts, like what's behind it? Because I feel like a lot of times we are comparing ourselves to other people because we're already feeling inadequate because if we felt completely confident about where we were at or what we were doing, we wouldn't let what somebody else was doing make us feel bad about ourselves. So really there's something in there that is some sort of belief about what you're yourself and how you're doing. And that's kind of what we want to figure out what's going on. Just, we have that awareness. Yes. That's so good. Yes. Cause you can think about something that you're really confident in. Yeah. But you probably don't compare other people. Like you can just like, I like my hair. And so yeah. I don't ever look at another girl's hair and think, Oh, like, I wish I looked like that, but instead I can look at another girl and be like, she's killing it. Like her hair is fantastic. That's awesome. Way to go. But if there's something I'm insecure mm -hmm. about. Right. And I'm like, Oh wait, why, why do you get to do that? That's not fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Cause if you feel confident about it, then you're just going to be like, Oh yeah, she's got great hair. I've got great hair. We both got great hair. Like, you know, go girl. <laughs> you know. Right. <laughs> so I think like, if you're not feeling confident about it yet, that's something you can work towards while you can figure out like what you're believing about it right now. And then just like commit to like you know, working on it and getting better because confidence comes like when we feel like with time and when we feel more confident in it, like you were saying, like you're 21 years in. So of course you feel more confident now than you did at the beginning. But for now mm -hmm. we can like make a commitment. Like I am homeschooling and I am learning that I can do this and, you know, we're going yeah. to grow from there and get more confident with time, but you can, you can kind of grow that self-confidence in yourself right away. But like your confidence in your abilities will come as you prove to yourself that you can do it. Yeah. And it's interesting too. And I've talked about this before with clients is like, if I want to learn how to play soccer, I'm going to be terrible at it at first, but I have to practice. And eventually I will learn skills and mm -hmm. I will get good at it. And so feeling confident, if it's not an emotion you are accustomed to and used to, you have to practice it. Yeah. And like, so I practiced this with a teen and I'm like, what does it feel like in your body? And he just looked at me like, I have no idea. And I was like, <laughs> great, we'll start there. Right. Yeah. And like practice, like practicing thoughts that help you to feel that confidence and like, okay, 
this is confidence. My shoulders go back. My chest is raised. I have like an excited electricity to me, right? Like start knowing I'm feeling really confident. And Mm -hmm. in the beginning, like you're probably not going to be feeling super confident in your ability to homeschool, but maybe it's your ability to, um, your confidence into be able to figure something out or to push through. And then as you're in, like you're saying over time, like now I'm like, I could teach anything because I am so confident that I can find the resource. I can find a helper. I like, mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm killing this homeschool thing. <laughs> yeah. Right. But like that took a lot of years of practice of a thought that helped me to feel confident. Yes. A thought like, so you start with those thoughts to help you feel more confident. And then over time you're like, oh, I am doing this. And that helps make those thoughts easier than they were to start with. Because at first, like, you know, sometimes we need to like, kind of bridge that, like I am learning that I can homeschool or whatever. Like you might not believe like I am fully capable of homeschooling yet. That might be a hard thought for you to immediately grab onto. So we'll work our way up to that as we go. And as we show ourselves that we can do it. Yes. And I love, my daughter was talking about this. I don't know if she learned it in her speech and debate class or a book she was reading, but she was like, if you're trying to forgive something for a quote unquote, big grievance, right? So Mm -hmm. like somebody who abused you, you don't jump in and just like, I forgive you, but she goes, you start small and forgive somebody who cut you off on the road. Yeah. Start small and forgive somebody for cutting like in front of you in a line or, you know what I mean? Just simple things like that. Forgiving somebody who forgot part of your order. So those small things. So I think with practicing that confidence with something yeah. small, like I'm I confident I can brush my teeth. Like mm-hmm. I can brush my teeth like a boss. I don't even have to think about it. And I just floss and like, it's nothing for me. Instead yeah. of like jumping to homeschool when you're like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Cause then you're feeling that feeling of homes or, or not of homeschool. <laughs> you're feeling <laughs> that feeling of confidence. <laughs> Yes. Okay. Any last thoughts you have about wins or that confidence piece that you're like, I love these thoughts about it, or just one last like rah, rah for. Yes. Well, I'll just, if you were listening to this podcast for one, I feel just the fact that you're here listening to this shows that you are trying your best to homeschool your kids and you are Mm -hmm. doing an amazing job already because not everybody for one, even just the fact that you decided to homeschool, like how many parents do that? How many parents like, I could never do that. And here you are doing it. So like you are making progress, no matter where, if you're brand new or if you're a veteran homeschooler trying to, you know, do something new with your kids or whatever, or maybe you're having a hard time figuring out what your limits are, like whatever it is, you are doing an amazing job. And You have, you have so many wins that you could go right now. Once you're done listening to this podcast and write down like at least three, but keep going, like write down all of the, like do a brain dump of all of your wins. I bet you could fill a whole like Google doc with them. Yes. And I think sometimes people look at things and like, but I was annoyed with it. Like, let's say a win is my kids want to be with me. And you're like, (laughs) but maybe that's like also frustrating because my kids are always on top of me. And I'm like, no, that's a win. That your yeah. kids feel so safe with you. They want to be all up all over you. <laughs> exactly. You're so right. Right. But just looking for those wins always. Of, yes. And it's so funny because I even do it with um, when people are like, I didn't do very much homeschool. Like people will get beat themselves up. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I like fed my kids breakfast and they had to clear their plates. That was homeschool because they were learning how to take care of a kitchen. And my kids made their beds today. That was homeschool. And yeah. it's so funny because like, like I'm finding all these ways we are homeschooling for those wins instead of like, well, they, we just went on a walk and I'm like, that's science and PE. Like you're crazy. Right. Those are wins. 
Yes. I love that. Like how you can turn like something that you didn't think was a win into a win because like you just look at it in a different way and think about it in a different way. Yeah. So what a fun challenge. Um, it would be fun to hear. Yeah. Right in. I would love to hear your messages. You have to email me and let me know some of your wins. And if you're struggling with them, send me with the struggles and I can totally flip them into a win. Yes. Kelsey, I am so excited. So educate and rejuvenate Buy your tickets soon. And it'll be at the end of June. (laughs) I will get the right date to my email. And I will also have a link for you to hop on um, that I will email out and I'll put it in the show notes so that you can um, go in and grab your tickets. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. Yes. Thank you. Have a great day. Are you ready to take the concepts learned on this podcast to the next level? Then I invite you to join Mama's Members, a place where I will help you succeed in your family and homeschool beyond what you thought was possible. You will have access to hours of content, a place to ask questions, and weekly coaching calls to help you be the amazing homeschool mom you are called to be. To sign up, go to www.coachmegthomas.com join. I can't wait to see you there. Thank you.